No, it was fun. No, it was fun. No, it was fun. The rhythms were totally off. No, it was wor- It was gonna work if you had just kept going. Hmm. So, Maybe. Jason, we were hmm. we were near each other. Yeah. We <laughs> real 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 close. I, Probably still I, hundreds of miles away from each other. A hundred and thirteen ish from <laughs> from what Google Maps was informing me on. But I miles away. I felt like, oh man, he's so close. Mm. That's exciting. Did you did you feel uh, any nostalgia going back to a college graduation? Did you go to your own college graduation? Yeah. You did. Okay. Yeah. Did you feel like did you did it feel did you feel anything going back? No. And here's why. My brother and I could not have graduated from more opposite institutions in the mm. liberal arts. Because, mm-hmm. like, Columbia... And my graduation was hopping. Like, Columbia used all of its, like, art departments to do, like, really cool music and lighting. And, like, it's it's very, it's a production and it's very cool. That's awesome. And it was very hip. And Justin's was, like, the closest thing to, like, a Hogwarts graduation ceremony you could have there there was a horn section yeah like that's it there was no dj there was a horn section he went went to bard right yes and did he enjoy his time at bard very much so in my high school maybe it's just like an upstate new york thing i don't know but like bard started sending everyone letters like in the end of middle school oh god like, hey, you don't have to graduate high school to come here. We'd love you to come here, and, and like, we want you to be here. And I got letters from them all the time being like, hey, drop out of high school. Come to bar. Yeah. Um, and it, it definitely has a stereotype for being very, like, earthy, crunchy, granola, uh, marijuana all the time school. But uh, other than that, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't actually know anything about it other than, like, the stereotypes. I mean, I... I've only been there, like, twice, really. Um, Mm -hmm. Justin really enjoyed it. I would say it's, like, very intense. Like, the Hmm. college environment there is so, like, one-on-one, which is very cool. Hmm. Um, But the campus is beautiful. Like, oh, my God. Hmm. it's. Did I send you a Snapchat of the mansion? I don't think so. Okay. The mansion. I'm gonna yeah, I'll text you later. There's a they just acquired this land that has like this famous mansion that was built from like eighteen oh six. Like it's pretentious as fuck and very crunchy. I I really appreciate a good campus. We did I did not go Brandeis is regularly listed as like one of the ugliest campuses. Oh. Um, I didn't and know that. I it is. And I personally, when you're, I think when you're living on campus, you never really feel like, wow, this is ugly. Like I feel bad about this. But then you go to other campuses and you see, you know, like the ivy and like the 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 brick, and you're like, oh wow, like this is how I could be having it. Yeah. No, he he goes to he went to one of those. It was yeah, super mm. pretty. Did he write anything funny on his hat? No, no, he just went plain. Plain Jane, get in, get out. It was so long. They started a half hour late, and I'm like, this is a liberal arts school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... Wait, did they? you didn't sit through all the names, did you? You sat through all the names. Toby, we're like, 
We're right. Oh, we're right near the God. end. So here's what was so. You shouldn't even. You shouldn't even showed up until they got to Masterson. Uh, okay, but the reason we showed up and why. Okay, so to lead into this really fast. So mm-hmm. we had lots of family come. Parking is awful, et cetera, et cetera. Justin lives about a 20-minute walk from where the ceremony was, which is too far for some. So mm-hmm. we ended up driving everybody in two cars, and then Justin and I were walking from his place to the ceremony because he had time. So mm-hmm. we're walking, and these ladies pass us, like, right as we get out of, the, out of his driveway, and they're like, do you want to ride? And we were like, yeah, sure. So they picked us up and drove us, you know, down the road to the ceremony, and they were so cute. And they were like, oh, congratulations, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, so, like, who do you have graduating today? And they're like, oh, we don't have anyone. We're going to see John Lewis. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. So that's That's why. But that's why we had to get there early because the shit was Mm. packed because of him. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But they were adorable. he's He's also, like, a really good graduation speaker in that, like, He's someone who's very interesting and, like, you'd love to hear from. Yeah. But he's not, like, so much of an A-lister that he's going to overshadow the whole event. You know what I mean? No. He was so good, too. He probably gave one of the shorter speeches, but it was, like, powerful and perfect and inspiring and, uh, yeah, all of the good things. And and he it was very cool to hear him speak. That's but, awesome. Yeah. Man, congratulations to all the graduates Aww. who listen to our podcast. All of them. All of them. Oh, Ryan, no, Ryan Kenny did just graduate. I know. Yes. <laughs> I was like, we're fucked. This is never going to be fulfilled. Thank you, Ryan. Fulfilled. Fulfilled. You know, there are a lot of things that go into living a fulfilled life. You have to have a fulfilled <laughs> heart, fulfilled soul, fulfilled body. Uh, you know, drink a lot of water, eat the right food. Diet is important uh, towards a fulfilled life. Do you want me to jump in, or do you want to just take your own train to to, to the bridge? To documentary land. <laughs> I'll take it right to that cliff, and we'll jump right off. Um, I feel like you're playing word association with yourself. <laughs> it's fine. You did great. Thank you. So, what did we watch this week, Jason? Oh, that just reminds me. Everything I was just saying <laughs> about fulfillment in life reminds me of this documentary we watched called Pet Fooled. Oh. <laughs> Which I still can't. It's, it's not. Just, it's not a pun. It's actually, it's, it's so awful. bad. No, it's, it's terrible. It's so bad. What a terrible title. I, I told someone at work what it was called, and they were like, I don't get it. And I was like, it's like a pun. It's like pet food. And they were like, I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't count as a pun. I said, I, I said to Teresa, it's, I think it's a pun. It's called pet fooled. You know, like. Ugh. Fooled. You can't even say it in a way that people understand. No. What you're trying to get at. No, but I don't know. Isn't that the part of the charm of the whole thing? Is it? No. I was just. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just seeing where you were at, but if, if we're past that, that's fine. Um. um besides the your, name. Yeah. Yeah. What's your what's hot take corner? What's uh hot take corner? Loved it. Whoa. Uh oh. I'm ready. I had, Let's do it. I I had okay. Well, ding ding ding. We got a we got a cage match. Oh God! Did you hate it? All right. I, oh yeah. Really? 
I thought I thought it was it was it ranked as one of the worst we've watched yet. Okay, well, maybe we'll we'll talk about it. Here's here's kind of the problem I had. Sure. It did feel very propaganda y. Oh, stylistically, yeah, think. right? So that was a little bit of a problem. I was like, "Uh, it's a little." Here's what I liked about it, because maybe what I liked was super surface. Um, no, no, no. It feels comparable to everything else going to shit in this country. That it's just mm-hmm. like overruled by like greedy men that just have a lot of money and want more money, and it kind of just pissed me off more. I was like, "Fuck, this is everything!" Like, see, but so what I ended up realizing at some point, because I watched it a couple times actually. Because the first time I was like, this is shit. And then I was like, maybe I was just in a bad mood. So I watched it again. And there's this part towards, like, the middle end where we get into all that corporate stuff where, like, I get excited about it. Yeah. But I realized I'm not enjoying this documentary. I'm just, like, like sympathetically enjoying other documentaries I've seen about that topic. Does that make sense? Um, I think I need to... Can you say it one more time? Like... I, this documentary, I don't think, does a particularly good job of talking about, like, corporate greed and, like, oh, no. Overs- like, like, but I enjoyed that part anyway, but I think it's just because my brain was just thinking about other documentaries I've seen that have done a better job at it. Ah, uh, I see. So you saw in it its potential. Mm, mm-hmm. Perhaps. I do think, too, it's, I think it's important to point out, like, I think this probably had one of the small, the lower budgets of anything we've watched. Yeah. Um, so maybe we should grade it on a curve. Um, Ooh, I don't, we haven't, you have to discuss a curve, figure out a standard deviation. We can't, yeah, we can't. Side talk. But, um, uh, no, and the other thing that made it weird was, like, the voice that narrates a documentary to me, influences... Shouldn't sound like a 12-year-old boy. But this guy sounds like... Did you ever see, um, like, Dark Legacy? It's a, it's a terrible documentary. It's about the Bushes and how they killed the Kennedys. It's 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 apeshit crazy. But, like, wow. the person that narrates that kind of shit sounded like the narrator for this one for me. And I was like, this is contributing to me feeling like this is... It's just very... Uh, yeah, propaganda is, like, the best think- word. I think when when you're listening to a podcast about a documentary and the podcast you're listening to has better audio quality than the documentary they're talking about fair that's a that's a serious that's a serious red flag fair also though like and you know again I think this this is a budget thing but like so, like 95% of this thing was stock images and stock video and I know that because many of them I've purchased in the past couple of weeks at my job. Like, those specific stock images. I could give you okay, numbers. Okay, but Jason, are stock images not the hallmark of animal products? Oh, maybe it was so deep. You look so not impressed with that. Wow. I, don't I, didn't, I didn't follow it at all. That was like the pet fooled of Emily jokes. Wow. Okay, you've heard so much worse jokes from me. That's not true, because usually I smile. <laughs> no, I was I was thinking back to when I was trying to write one-liners for when we had to do the news, the news, the desk pieces in class. Yeah, and I think you about, you came but, over when I was trying to write them, and I yeah, it was great. I yeah, I was awful. No, but there was one. There was there was one that comes to something about army and like <laughs> naked people. They, their suits were invisible. Um, I think it was like the U.S. military has recently 
released camouflage that makes the wearer invisible, so I'd like to thank all the strong, or the brave men and women standing behind me today. God, I died. That was I think that one's got, such I think, a tangent. But I think that one's been edited and gotten better as time goes on. But I also think you've been edited and have gotten better <laughs> as time goes on. Speaking of editing, yeah. where was it? Where was it in this document? Oh, my like, God. Now we talk about this thing, and then, whoa, we're over here. And then, whoa, we're over there. Um, Yeah, no, you're right about that. The part... If we're going to break it up into, like, that segment, the part I liked most then was probably the beginning with that Mm. one doctor who went and, like, lived in a bird sanctuary when she was 14. Yeah, which she said over and over again, in a teepee in 18 acres of land. It was 13 acres of land. 13 acres? Yeah. Whatever. She lived in a teepee with a white lady in, in like, Minnesota. But, yeah. And the reason that that lady's hawks got better is because she fed them what? Raw food. Yeah, okay, okay. But so, she was uh, she was the most informative to me. The one sentence overview for this documentary, if you if you haven't watched <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, the is, thesis is the the thesis very clearly. La- we, was it casting John Monet, Whenever that was, was, that last week, like or no, a couple weeks ago. No thesis. This is the antithesis of that. Yeah. Uh, the thesis of this documentary is dogs and cats are better off eating food that is quote biologically uh correct such as raw foods right full stop period yeah so you need to feed your animals raw lamb so wait you like an egg at the beginning what are you talking about well did you just like watching her crack an egg into the bowl I mean, that was super satisfying. No, I liked hearing her. I mean, here's the thing. It's like, it still makes decent points, and it's still, like, a real problem, the fact that, like, but, like, why are we surprised? Like, our own food is complete shit. Like, why would our dog food be, like, not complete shit? Um, So, yeah, so I thought she just kind of did a really nice job of, like, overviewing, like, what's wrong with regular pet food that you see mostly. Um... Yeah, I don't know. She just kind of, like, laid it out for me. And I was like, all right. The the thing that I didn't like about this in relationship to documentaries I've seen about human food that I have liked. Right. Is that, so the whole thing was based off of this notion that, well, we can't know how good raw food is for you because we don't have, there's no studies to prove it, right? Right. We can't can't say how good raw food is. And we can't tell you how bad uh, kibbles and bits are because there's no studies to show how bad they are. But trust me. I'm a I'm a vet and I know that the the raw food is better. Like there was no there was no evidence one way or the other really. It was all like anecdotal. I'm a I'm a holistic vet who knows better. But is that stuff not available because it's not regulated? Oh, I mean, you I know don't, what I mean. Yeah. Like that's the that, like that's the part I found interesting. Like I didn't realize it didn't fall under like any sort of like federal government. Like yeah, and that stuff's fucking nuts. Yeah, like that blew my mind. So it's kind of like a privatized industry that lives under the house of these like guidelines or whatever that is really just how to use the verbs that you want to use on your bag of food. Right. Well, and. I definitely kept thinking over and over again, like, every time we talk about how, like, we need to cut regulation, like, things need to be deregulated, yeah. the companies are, like, given the opportunity, are not going to make the right choice. We see that, obviously. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, like, for example, 
I guess I don't. This isn't necessarily like against the documentary, but like just to the question of like how big of a problem is the is the pet food industry. Like one of the major things they they talk about is this situation. I think in 2007 uh, or there maybe it was the 2013 one where a wheat gluten uh, item was replaced with like fucking cyanide yeah. and something else and like yeah that was shocking it was like wow that would be really bad the, the fact that they can do that to pet food but I think more alarming was the fact that that was also human grade like all this yeah. talk about how like you know we need better you know pet food should be human grade that was human grade food yeah I mean it's like nothing to me was like shocking about any of that but it's mm-hmm. it's it's so fucked up that that's the case. You know what I mean? Like, it's... To me, that was more the big takeaway. I was like, wow, everything is awful. <laughs> mm. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. Maybe it's just so depressing. I mean, it's just... It, it rings true of, like, any industry. Like, mm-hmm. literally any industry you want to look at. Like, they were, like, saying how all of those different pet, food, pet foods are owned by, like, like you know, five pet. major companies. Yeah, and it's like, exactly. so is the food industry. Right. You know, so is every corporate, every industry is owned by, like, the top five companies. And right. it's just, buy like, a, disheartening. Go, I'm like, okay. Go out and buy a cell phone that nobody else has using with parts that nobody else has. Like, you know, yeah. you can't do it. It's all owned by the top three people. You know, go buy a... Uh, Go buy a car that isn't the same as all the other cars on the market. You can't yeah. do it. No, you can't. And so, I don't know, like, I... And maybe that's the only reason I liked it. I was just like, yeah, like, this is just reaffirming the fact that, like, everything is like this. Which Everything's is like. so sad. Because, like, pets are supposed to be, like, this, like, fun, lighthearted, you know, companion, part of your family. And, like, it shouldn't be so... It's, just, it's a kind of gross industry. I wish I wish they had talked a little more about, um, like, the fact that the people who are most affected by this kind of stuff are poor people and people who can't afford alternatives, right? Because, like, the alternative is buying your dog, you know, USDA grade A steak every night for dinner. And, like... I would say that a majority of Americans cannot afford to purchase a steak every night for their dog. Yeah. Like, the options are so limited, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Because, like, yeah. even coming by that even coming by that type of food is hard. Unless, yeah, you're just buying, you know, human-grade food or whatever. But, uh... But there's, there was one point where, um... Blonde vet. We had blonde vet and brunette vet. Yeah, and, uh, I tried to find their names, but their titles were so long, and it said mm-hmm. so much. I was like, I can't find the name part, and it was also, done in I white. They, I wish. <laughs> also, I wish they had explained what they were a little better, because one of them was like a holistic vet, and one of them was a integrative vet, and it's like, what the fuck are those? Like, why aren't you just a why aren't you just a vet vet? Yeah. Like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Is this the difference, the same as the difference between a masseuse and a massage therapist? Do you know there's a difference? Oh, there is. I know, and I don't remember. Massage therapist has training. Masseuse is just anyone who wants to fucking put their hands all over you. That's bad. But Blondie at one point was talking about how, like, 
you know, when Whole Foods came out, everyone was like, why would I ever go to Whole Foods? It's too expensive. But now we're all willing to pay more for our food. And it's like, hi, my name is Jason, and I do not have the money to shop yeah. at Whole Foods. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. But this just keeps bringing me back to this whole, like, me wanting to be a farmer thing. It's like, it's so dumb because, like, this is just how it should be. Like, what you pay for at Whole Foods or what you pay for for your dog to eat organic, raw lamb, like, that should just be how it is. But you pay more for it, which is so stupid. But it's just Mm -hmm. a product of capitalism. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm just in the... I feel like I'm just in this. I think... (laughs) And that's kind of what the documentary ended up being, was just, like, a spiral of, like... Thank you for describing what I was doing. Oh, uh, well, it was either a spiral or like a whoop-dee-doo, but I could tell by the facial expression. Yeah, no, it wasn't a whoop-dee-doo. I used context clues. <laughs> Whoa! Um, yeah, I think at the end of the day, well, but like, capitalism, you know? Yeah. It really just comes down, and actually, why did we spend that three hours watching that Capitalism Sucks documentary when we could have just watched this watch this like puppies are dying documentary yeah no it's true i mean yeah i don't know i i'll tell you another thing i got mad at another <laughs> another here's something else that thing. really peeved me i was just mad at everyone because i was mad at like the pet food people but then i was also mad at this documentary because like i thought it did a lousy job at sometimes or like not lousy but like intentionally like kind of misinformation-y the bit one of the ones that made me angry so there's this story about uh chicken jerky and a bunch of dogs were getting sick yeah. uh and one of the vet and they couldn't figure out why and the fda like kept looking like why are these dogs getting sick and the fda could not figure out why they kept trying and one of the vets goes well you know sometimes it's not just one ingredient it's two ingredients and how they interact and maybe that's why you know if you're testing for one thing you're not gonna and i'm like you idiot like you think the fda is only looking at each individual ingredient separately like they're not looking at two in- ingredients together like you just invented chemistry like and 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 the fda is gonna be like oh thank you blonde veterinarian like now i understand <laughs> they just oversimplified stuff yeah maybe I don't know. Documentaries aren't news. No. Yeah, no, I feel like maybe the reason I liked it then was just because of its overarching message feeling so relevant. And I'm... and I, uh, de- Depressing. Yeah, but I'm starting to wonder, like, are we jaded watching documentaries now? <laughs> like... Like, are we just done with documentaries? No, I'm just saying, like, are, all, are we going to, like, come out of everyone now and just be like, uh... Another case of capitalism fucking everything up. <laughs> well, but like, I mean, yeah. I mean, yes. Every every documentary that's just Team Foxcatcher. Same thing. True. Same idea. What else? That was the first one that came to mind. Well, I, I mean, I think... I Here's the game. Here's the game. I think we can go down the list of documentaries we've watched, and I've challenged us to find one that we could say isn't capitalism. They're all capitalism. Capitalism in so, runs in some way, way, yeah. Because I was thinking even the tiny houses one, but I'm like, well, that's like anti. Oh, that's, that's like anti-capitalism. 
Well, and like you know, they they even at the end of the day, what what's the biggest uh, the challenge to their livelihood is the fact that here comes big man capitalism with the rules about oh this is a house, oh this You're is right. a shed, oh this is a it's definitions again ruling things. And finding Vivian Meyer, that was someone profiting off, profiting off her work. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. another white so. guy profiting off someone's work. Damn. Mm, every day. You, you know every what? Day. An honest liar might be an exception. Uh, I would say no, because one of the main portions of an honest liar is about the idea that uh, there are, like, you know, bankers, whoever, who are willing to lie in order to further themselves. And think about Purina Petty, Petty, Pet, Pet, Co. Purina Puppy Chow, Purina Puppy Chow, and they lie about what's in their stuff to further their own their own standards. And why is it okay? Because every all the other pet groups do pet it. Pet groups. Pet yeah. Groups. Puppy companies. Right. I think I think the most wholesome thing we've watched is uh, fucking Barkley marathons. It's been all downhill from there. Fanny's Last Supper is pretty not capitalism. I think it costs like a ton of money to go to that dinner. Oh, oh, and they had some rich folk. You're right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ew. We just got so Post-doc- cynical. <laughs> Postdoc <laughs> podcast or how capitalism ruins everything. Maybe, I think that's just the point. I think we finally have a takeaway from life. Yeah. What? You look excited. I, I think the exception Uh-oh. might be uh, Chuck Norris versus communism. Because in that movie, capitalism saves the day. But it's still about capitalism. Oh, no, it's still about... I mean, at the end of the day, every documentary is about capitalism. But at least that one is about how capitalism can be a force for positive good rather than negative. So maybe going forward, we need to fucking search for ones that aren't. Maybe that's the challenge. That That aren't what? Capitalism focus. Let's see if we can do it. Friend, the whole thing well, is capitalism focused. Welcome to society. No, I know, but we. I'm just saying we don't do any nature documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> just saying the we only, haven't touched the, those. So what you're you're telling me, and I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong, but that when we did March of the Penguins, that March of the Penguins might be the least capitalist. Uh. The least capitalist documentary we've watched. I would, I would, I would, I would not argue that. Um, someone profited off of exploiting penguins. I mean, yeah, and they used fucking Morgan Freeman. Like they didn't think that was gonna bring. Yeah, in money. but also that was way too long. <laughs> yeah, for what it was. Yeah, it was a shit documentary. Here's the question. Here's and and I actually that's thank you for bringing that up because. <laughs> To put in perspective, this documentary is better than March. I know, Batman. but everyone fucking loves that that one. I don't know, I but didn't it? it? No, it won like Academy Awards. No, exactly. See, it's the only. Oh my god! I can't think of anything Man. else we've watched. <laughs> this is what this is. Is this forty? Uh, last week we. Uh, I don't think we're there yet. And uh, let me check, let me check Facebook.com backslash postdoc podcast, and I'll uh, 
I'll let you know. That was some seamless plugging. Thank you. It would have been a little more seamless if you hadn't mentioned that I was doing the plugging. No, this will be episode 34. Oh, well, that's fun. Last week was Mommy, Dead and Dearest. I mean, Polio is totally about capitalism. No, I'm just yeah, scrolling. no. The one about, we watched Lo and Behold, which is about the internet, capitalism. Are these in order? Um, Almost. Casting John Bonet? I mean, the story of John Bonet definitely involves capitalism. Oh. Capitalistic. Uh, Finding Vivian Myra went over. 13th, hello. Um, meet the Patels. That might. That's pretty all right, fine. We have one. Now we're doing. This is what we're doing good. now. I'll pu- I- well, for the, for the, the next few minutes, because this is a good point. Okay, so we've won. Okay, one so far. First Monday definitely. in May. Definitely capitalist. Uh, smallest, definitely. beautiful. We've already decided capitalist. The wolf pack um well so definitely it's got all that movie got, shit but, in but it. it's still kind of a coming of age in their own little way all right Boom. we got two number two that's two um amanda yeah. knox yeah i mean yes paris is burning well it's still it's it's anti i mean it's certainly a stance against it it features only in minorities Okay, that can go in the non-capitalist. Oh, I don't think oh, it. You, I I think it is. I think it shows the, the effects of it. Off the list. The short definitely. game, definitely. Little fucking <laughs> shrumpies everywhere. March the Penguins, we already decided. Who took Johnny? They put his yeah. face on the milk jugs so the people will buy more. Um, an Honest Liar, we decided. Fanny's Last Supper, I decided. Lo and definitely. Behold, decided. W- welcome yeah. to Leith. Uh, yes. Uh, hypernormalization. Yeah. yeah. Man on wire? That's art at its purest form. It's on the list. Boom. Uh, the battered bastards yeah. of baseball. Swimming yeah. with capitalism. Queen Mimi. She's homeless. Capitalism. <laughs> the white helmet. Well, it's because of, like, war. Which is. <laughs> 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 Which is a, a business, so. Capitalist. Chuck Norris versus communism. Capitalist. Some wine. <laughs> capitalist. The ma- the magicians. I'm honestly blanking on what <laughs> the magicians is about. Oh, it's about magicians. I don't think I definitely... liked it. Um, I, I, I think, think you I really did, did, yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember arguing about it now. Um, the curse of the man who sees UFO. Well, I mean, it's all about fucking. It's about Area Fifty One. Moving on. <laughs> yes, um, P- Prince Philip. It's about power. Capitalistic ideals. Moving on. Fair. Exit please, gift shop. please. Definitely capitalism. <laughs> uh, yeah. Team Foxcatcher. We decided, and then my Italian secret might be number four. I'll accept it. Yeah. So, in conclusion, out of the 34 documentaries that we have watched thus far, four do not have anything to do with capital. Oh, my God. That's so upsetting. Okay, we need to broaden our horizons. Can I say, can I say that it's such a relief just to, like, have that off my back? That, like, we know we have an yeah. actual number now. No, me too. Oh, wow. Next week, we, we really have to watch, like, just paint. I know. I haven't. As long as it's not like Sherwin. No, that'll take forever. 
Okay, uh, hang on, because I haven't decided yet, so... Alright, so while you decide, I'll let the good people know that if you want to go back and listen to any of the, uh, the salutes to capitalism that we've been providing, uh, they're all, they're all on Tumblr, they're all on Facebook, and they're all on Podbean. They're not all on iTunes because fucking capitalist Steve Jobs made it that only six months worth of documentaries are, or podcasts are available at a time. So you can only go back six months. Uh, fuck you, Steve Jobs. Um... But yeah, we, we have a, this list. It's available to you on our Tumblr page. You can see everything we've watched. Uh, and you can uh, then kind of find find the episode and listen to us talk about it. It's a good way to catch up. Uh, you can follow us everywhere, Facebook, Twitter. Um, you can email us if you think that we may have um, inadvertently put a non-capitalist <laughs> item uh, on, on our capitalist list. Or if you think we may have uh, let someone off easy and that they actually are capitalist. Um, Emily, am I going to have to edit, uh, edit no. the podcast, or do you have no, a No, 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 I have... Uh, okay, I have two. So, so let me know which one you want to do. All right. We should either do The Birth of Saki, or have you seen Jiro Dreams, Dreams of Sushi? I have, but I would... Okay, I would yeah, like I haven't seen it in a beat. So let's do that. Let yeah, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yes. Hero Dreams of Sushi, J-I-R-O, is available True. on Netflix. Uh, it's, um, I think it's hella capitalist, but hey, you know, there's nothing you can do I about don't, it. It's I don't remember it. We'll it's going to be, it's going to be great. Uh, we go out <clears throat> on a quote, uh, by, uh, the late great although he's still alive so he's just always late to meetings i guess the great uh noam <laughs> chomsky who said a basic principle of modern state capitalism is that documentaries and podcasts are socialized to the extent possible while profit is privatized <laughs>